Welcome to the Flipped Mindset Podcast. Hi, I'm Janet. Welcome to my podcast where I believe you change your mindset, you change a life. All right, so today uh, we have one, an episode that's a little different. Um, me and Brenda actually recorded this a while ago, and it was and it was originally set to be episode four. So it was going to come back after episode three, which was the self-talk, negative self-talk. And uh, we just did, I didn't put this out then. I was, I kind of felt like it wasn't, I wasn't ready to put it out yet. So now it's ready. <laughs> I'm ready. It's more like I'm ready. I haven't really changed it much. Um, so I'm ready to put it out. And we just did, um, if you follow along on Facebook, on the Flip Mindset podcast, um, or Instagram, either one of those, uh, we just put out, um, we've been doing catch-up weeks on the weeks that I ha- I'm not get putting out podcasts. And so we just did one on the um, negative self-talk and the bonus where we talk about, we talk about negative self-talk, what it is, why it's important to um, be aware of your negative self-talk, and then some, some ideas and how-tos. So um, if you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to it. So that was kind of the preamp to this one. And there are reasons why I didn't put it out until now, but now I'm ready and I'm going to put it out. So what I'm going to do is um, kind of hand, hand this over and um, I'm going to cut in the um, the podcast that me and Brenda did. There will be a little bit of editing on it um, just because there has been a lot of growth and understanding between when we did that to now. Um, this is something, it's kind of a, a different take or a different way of looking. It's, it's something I learned and, um, and I'm continuing to grow in this area because I'm really passionate about it. I've seen it change, um, not only my life, but people around me and people that I'm working with. And it's going to be something I work with on my, um, coaching business and things like that. So I'm going to hand this over to me and Brenda. Um, one of the other things I wanted to say real quick is we we're talking about ego and when we talk about, when we're talking about ego, we're talking about it in a spiritual way. Um, not necessarily like the psychology way, um, with the, the, there's some other ways of thinking about ego. So we're just talking about it in that way. So without further ado, I'm going to hand this over to me and Brenda and, um, uh, I will, I hope you guys enjoy and I'll talk to you later. Okay, here we go. Welcome to the Flipped Mindset Podcast. Hi, I'm Janet. And I'm Brenda. Welcome to our podcast where we're being wonderfully weird. And brave. <laughs> it's been a minute since we recorded, so we're a little rusty. <laughs> yes, yes. I think the last time we recorded, it didn't record. So. Yeah. So this That's is kind of a re-record of something we did. So, um. So we'll just jump right into it. <laughs> yeah, let's just jump right into it. <laughs> I think last soul work and yeah. so ego. This is soul and ego work. Soul and ego work. So this is something I've, I, I've been talking about and teasing everybody with. So we're actually going to start jumping into the soul and ego. What is it? Um, what is some of the work we can start doing around it? And why is it so important? So the last time we talked, we talked about um, self-talk and why, you know, having good self-talk and what that looks like. So now going into the ego. So what, this is what I believe anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So like a, a little like, um, 
when you like putting a little notice out, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like this is, so this podcast, I know I've been wanting to put this out there for a little bit is all about what we think and what we feel. And if it resonates with you, yes. that's awesome. Take what resonates with you. If it doesn't resonate with you, that's fine. I'm not, we're not here to try to convert people over into our beliefs. We're not trying to get followers. We're just putting information out there and, and maybe in the way, you know, that it just like connects with somebody. So, so with that, because we're going to jump into some stuff that's. Yes. So here's my understanding and here's what I've heard and what I believe. So when we're first, we're first created, the ego's here first. The ego is part of the body. Like, you know, we're human beings. We're mind, body, spirit. Um, so like the ego is part of that is making sure that, um, basically it's here for us to survive. It wants to make us survive and, and here to help us survive. Now, um, at one point our soul will come into our bodies. Um, and when our soul comes in, the ego is like, who the heck are you? What are you doing here? Go sit in the corner. Yes. <laughs> you yes. know, so our soul's like, our soul's just, okay, I'll go over here. This is, this, you know, sweet little soul. Sweet little soul. Do what it's told. And usually what happens, and, and you can talk to, you know, you can find this everywhere of different, you know, things, but basically your soul kind of stays quiet and sits in the back and lets the ego do its thing until you, until you basically go through an awakening. And then, you know, you get to a certain point and your soul steps in. Maybe your soul starts to step in and it's like, hey, uh, starts nudging you in certain ways. We need to start doing this. This is, you know, until you have kind of a wake up call, then your ego or your soul kind of comes into play a little bit more. So with our ego. So that's one thing we got to realize is, is so we're, we're this multifaction kind of person being that we are. And so our ego um, also, one of our things with our ego, our ego learns how to do things when we're children. So when we're young is when it starts to just, you know, figure out how we're going to manage these situations. And if we think about like when we were, you know, back in the day in cavemen and all that mm-hmm. stuff, there's lots of dangers everywhere. Right. So that's, the you know, the fight, flight, freeze. Like everybody always talks mm-hmm. about all those things. Those are like what your ego has done to protect you. And and we're used to like it being the bear, <laughs> a bear or they were too tiger or whatever. Yeah. And now, yeah. you know, you fast forward into our lives now, we don't have as much danger out there, but our ego is still going to protect us. And our, and our ego also likes to keep us in our comfort zone. Anytime, it doesn't like for us to be uncomfortable. So anytime you're uncomfortable, your ego gets triggered and your ego is going to come to light and try to get you, uh, turn it around for you and cheat. You know, that's why a lot of people will, when they start getting uncomfortable, like, Think about going through a divorce or a death or something like that. Some people will start turning into uh, drinking or drugs or sex or any of these things that would that will make them comfortable because they don't want to be uncomfortable. But when you're uncomfortable, that's where you grow. You grow in your uncomfort in your uncomfort zone. Nothing grows in a comfort zone at all. So it's one of these things that we get to learn that it's okay to be uncomfortable. So with the ego. The thing is, we can talk to the ego. We, the ego is running on this. It's programmed. Like, think of, it's programmed and it's running off that program. We have to kind of stop it a little bit and say, hey, ego, guess what? You're not alone anymore. Hey, here, there's a soul. We're, we're, we're a unit now. We're working together as a team. And sometimes the ego is very relieved to be realized that it's not alone anymore. Um, and then what we can start to do is we can start creating a relationship with our ego and become kind of best friends with ourselves. So that's kind of like the biggest thing that like one of my 
the work that I do is trying to help people in becoming friends with their ego and how to do that and how to like, um, how it helped you in the day-to-day life and moving forward. Because the biggest thing is when we're trying to change things and you're trying to change your habits and change your behaviors and you want to become a better person, but usually we fail. It's because we're fighting ourselves. We're our own worst enemy. We're the ones that are doing this to ourselves and we're stopping ourselves because it becomes uncomfortable. So our ego starts to, starts to come into play and be like, no, we're uncomfortable. So no, we want to sit on the couch. We don't want to go work out today because it hurts too much. It's uncomfortable. So we're going to sit on the couch. So it's like if you can get your ego on board with you, it's a lot easier to work through these things that you need to work through. Or trying new things. That's another thing is the ego will push up against you. Mm-hmm. trying new things. Well, you're not going to do that. You're not going to be good at it. You don't want to do that. You better just stay home. Yeah. Yeah. Those are. And that's that goes back to like what we talked about before on the self-talk. You can tell when your ego's talking to you versus when your soul's talking to you because um, you, you'll hear the eyes. You're not good. Like you're just saying, I don't deserve to go out. I, I need to sit on the couch and all the eyes, eyes, eyes. Yeah. And your soul is the you. So if you ever talk to yourself, man, you look good today. You're you're awesome. You know, when you hear that, that's your soul talking to you. So you can even just start to pay attention to mm-hmm. the words that you're using. And again, it's programmed. So your ego is programmed based by the society programming. And that's why we have the whole thing where we always talk bad about ourselves. We have the negative self-talk. Um, you know, you, you can start like being aware. That's like the biggest step in anything, right? It's the awareness. So start being aware of the conversations that you're having and you can start to notice like, oh, that's my ego. Hey, ego, what's going on? You know? Um, and that's one thing too, is people don't realize you can have that conversation with your ego. Yeah, absolutely. You can be like, you can name her, him or her, or you can just say, ego, you're triggered. Let's what's going on. Mm-hmm. Talk to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It sounds funny, but once you get to that point where you realize that there, it, it, you know, that you have a soul and your ego and it's you and it's like this unity, it's a lot, it gets a lot easier. It really does. And then also when you start treating your ego, like your best friend, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things is like, Hey ego, what's going on now? You can kind of remove yourself. You can like, as everybody always talks, it talks about like observing your emotions, not being your emotions. Well, one of yeah. the ways that can help is stepping back and going, Hey ego, I see you're triggered. What's going on? You know, and now you can talk to him like your best friend when your best friend's having a mental breakdown. It's easy to be more observant and be clear headed because you're just talking to your best friend. Yeah. So when you talk to the ego, it also allows you like when you feel your ego triggered, you go, oh, this is something I haven't healed yet. This is something. Let's have a talk. Let's figure it out. And sometimes you can really get to the root of a lot of things if you can have that conversation and open up that friendship. And then when you start loving that, that also goes, plays into self-love. Then you start loving yourself more because you're treating yourself nicely. You won't disrespect to yourself nicely or as much. Right. So that's, that's one of the things that we tend to do. We're broken and we're, and we're, and then we try to, then we end up hurting other people or we disrespect ourselves. Like, you know, me, I used to be a big people pleaser mm-hmm. and I would yes. always, it was always about everybody else. And I would just, dis, was disrespecting myself all the time put myself last and taking care of everybody else. And I always felt crappy and I was, didn't have any of the, you know, my energy and all that stuff because it was taken all the time. And then I kept wondering, you know, what was going on. And then once I learned this with the ego and how to talk to myself, started being like, Oh yeah, I don't want to be just, I don't want to disrespect myself. I love myself. 
So it can really change the way you start perceiving yourself as a person and finding out when the ego is engaged into your ego, being friends with your ego. Kind of cool. Yeah, it really is. And it's really a game changer, too, especially um, like in my situation, going through grief and stuff, um, because my ego will get triggered on small things, what other people would perceive as like small things. And not like at first, not realizing that my ego was triggered. And now that I, you know, I talked to her, her name is Fiona. I'm like, Fiona, hold on, we're triggered. Let's go. Let's like, what's going to happen? What's what's going on and stuff. So I'm able to kind of pull some of myself out and be an observer and be like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. There was a loud noise down the hall and that scared me. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Yeah. I see where you're triggered now. We're going to work through that. Yeah. Loud noises trigger me, but yeah, <laughs> that's why I put it that example. Yeah. Well, and the other thing too is you can help heal yourself because really, you know, a lot of the healing can happen and you can heal yourself by saying you're valid in feeling that way. Mm-hmm. And, and even like too, like when, when we go through tra- traumatic experiences and things like that, it's unfair. You can talk to yourself and it's unfair and allow yourself to kind of let go of these things, especially when you're like, dealing with people that treated you horribly that are never going to come back and say, I'm sorry, I treated you bad. I should have never done that. That's, you know, sometimes that's never going to happen, but you can talk to yourself and give yourself that validation and say, you know, you're very valid to feel upset and mad in this, you know, and giving yourself that permission to feel the emotion and be like, yeah, it's fucking unfair. Mm -hmm. That is a fucking shitty ass thing that happened to you. And I'm sorry that it happened to you. And then Mm -hmm. allow yourself to feel it. And of course, they always say you've got to feel it to heal it. it. And it really means like once you can feel it and you cry or you anger, however you got to do to process it, you're going to feel better afterwards because Mm -hmm. you can let it go. You can release release it it because you felt it. And if you don't feel it, it's just going to sit there and fester. And like I always say, it's going to bring its buddies, Mm -hmm. shame, guilt, regret, all those other ones. And they're going to maul you in a in a in an alley when you're not. (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, society says, you know. Sign of weakness is like showing your feelings and stuff. Yeah, it's actually a sign of strength that you show your feelings and are mm-hmm. okay with I mean, in tune with your feelings and stuff like that. We have it backwards. So we totally have it. Society, this group that they tell us, yeah, it's totally backwards. It is backwards. And we feel like we feel shameful if we if we show our emotions and because if you think about it, showing your emotions is a scary thing. Yes. So when you show your emotions, that's being strong and powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, hiding from your emotions are easy. So it's a sign of weakness because you're doing what the easy thing is, is hiding your mm-hmm. emotions. And you're also disrespecting yourself because you're not allowing yourself to show the emotion that you're actually feeling. So it's actually back asswards. We've mm-hmm. got it backwards. Absolutely. So that's what this is all about is, you know, we've learned this and this has been helping us as we go through um, our lives. And so that's what we're hoping that this will help others as well to learn how to do that because it will be a game changer. I know it helps us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And these aren't easy things that we're asking. If you want to go on this journey, it, it's not easy. It's not easy to see yourself as like a team and that your ego and your soul, I mean, it's not easy and it's not easy to feel your feels, but if you don't, like Jane said, they will come back and they will bring friends. Yes. And they're well, good friends. And the thing is, too, like, if you think about it, everything's hard. Yeah. 
pick your heart. That's you got to pick your heart. Yeah, that. we've talked about it, but I think it's a good time to reiterate that again. Mm-hmm. Is like, yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy to. But I tell you what, it's so freeing oh, when you can when you can talk to yourself. You can, yeah. you know, it's a lot easier to not get as stressed or just you know distressed or depressed. There we go. Depressed, depressed yeah. or anxious mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because you can be like, hey, ego, let's talk. Let's figure this out. Like, you know, I've been battling um, being lonely this week. Yeah. You know, it's it's been a big thing for me is is feeling lonely and not having people to talk to. So I've been talking to myself and be like, it's okay. It's okay to be alone. I've got to feel this. This is you know, what are we learning about this this part of our life? And it's actually been like one of the first times in my life I don't have a lot of people talking to me. I don't have a lot of people yeah. around. So it's you know, my learning. But it's like pick your heart. Again, if you if I can either do this work and do the inner work and find my inner peace and and find my inner joy, or I can do the other thing, which is distract myself and do all that, and I'm going to be miserable. Like it, both sides hard. Yes. Same thing, like you know, being overweight is hard. Being skinny is hard. Being you know, like mm-hmm. it's it's hard. No matter what we choose, it's hard. Um, what might be easy now is going to be harder later. Like, you know, what might be hard now will become easy later. So you just got to pick. It's all you. You get to choose. That's where our power is. If we get to choose how we're going to do this, how we move through life. I know sometimes we get um, caught up in the well, life just sucks and life just keeps beating me up. And one of the things, if life keeps beating you up, it's because it's a lesson you're not learning. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's a big thing. Yeah. And when you're not learning the lesson because your ego is like, I know what I'm doing. I don't That's need right. this. Gonna... I don't need anybody else. I don't need blah, 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 whatever mm-hmm. that, that. I don't need to feel my feels. I don't need to feel my feels. That I got this. Yeah. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's a cycle that you have to break. It is a cycle. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, do you want to be living your life exactly like it is? Or do you want to make changes? And most of us, we want to make the change. We just. And we start to make the change, but we get in our own way. Yeah. So, and it's the ego. The biggest part is the ego's getting in your way because it wants you to be safe and like in your own comfort. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to beat up on the ego because the ego is no, doing it's, its job. It's, it's doing its job doing its per job. its programming. And so becoming what, its best friend with you, you can get it out of your way and you can, we're all and you can reprogram team. it too. Yes, you reprogram so you it. can reprogram it. And that's one thing too. Like, um, that's why a lot of people think the ego is very immature. Mm-hmm. Um, is, and when people turn into their, the, you know, immature, like when you start to fight and somebody starts, get, they start acting very childish, throwing mm-hmm. tantrums, things like that. But that's where the pro your, your ego got programmed when you were a young child. So that's how it knows how to handle these stressful situations. So it starts acting childish. You can also start to see when other people are in their egos. And when you start doing this work, sometimes it helps you to like be more compassionate to them because you know, they're triggered. They're in their ego. You can step back for a second and be like, okay, let's, let's, let's approach this in a different way. But you can also reprogram your, your um, ego. So let's say, when you use me as an example, one of the things is when I get in my feels and I get hurt, I retreat. You know, I become very, you know, I just don't want to talk to anybody. I'm like, fuck it. I'm not talking to anybody. I hate everybody. I'm not, I'm not doing anything. Yes. Um, and so, so one of the things is, is for me, you know, I can reprogram my ego, having a conversation with my ego and doing it not when I'm triggered. It's kind of the same thing when you have, you can yes. have a conversation with your, your significant other and be like, Hey, when you're triggered, what's the best way I can support you? 
So it's kind of, it's kind of almost the same thing with your ego. So it's like, Hey ego, when you get triggered this way, the best way you, for you to support me is contact my sister or color Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. do something you like journal, right? yeah. Yeah. Journal. However, whatever it is that, that will comfort you. So that becomes your comfort, not the bad trait or whether it's mm-hmm. yelling at people or whatever. There's certain different ways you can mm-hmm. definitely treat it. But trying to treat it like that will, yeah. will help. And I know we'll go into more detail in the later ones. And yeah. it's something we're going to keep building off of is because how do you talk to your ego? How do you start that conversation? Uh, you know, and, and you'll hear us too. We'll mm-hmm. talk to our egos. And like, yeah. Like, yeah. They're almost like family members. We talk about them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fiona. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Our cat's scratching out the, the window. Yeah, we're laughing, so we're laughing yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah. but yeah, so there's a lot to it. Mm-hmm. But I think this is in, in, I've heard it in multiple different ways and different ways that people talk about it. So again, this is just what makes sense to me, mm-hmm. what works for me, what has worked for us as we've worked through so much this last year. Well, and, and another example, I'm going to okay, cut you off yeah. for a second, but. My ego, Fiona, holds my inner child's hand, Fiona. And so when my inner child, too, that's kind of an advanced thing. But when she gets triggered, ego, Fiona gets triggered. And so I'll realize that I'm doing something or about to do something that scares my inner child. So I'm like, so I've kind of got a second teammate, too. Um, Anyway, so that's kind of how another, another way I look at it, too. Yeah. Yeah, because there's multi layers to everybody. Yeah. And then being able to have those conversations with the little you, again, mm-hmm. going back and having those conversations of it's unfair what happened to you and, mm-hmm. and letting her know that, you know, you don't have to carry this around anymore. And there's a lot of stuff that makes it very freeing to be able to let this stuff go because we end up holding on to all this shame and guilt and regret and we don't need to. And we really, you know, and learning to let, let it go, set it down, walk away from it. Because we don't want to live in our past. We want to live in our in our present. Yeah. You know, we're just talking about that. Like, and a lot of this, like finding that inner peace and inner happiness, it's inside you. You have all the answers. Yeah. And when yes. you can be peaceful and you can be, um, it's not always going to be perfect. And nothing's going to ever be perfect. Mm-mm. Life is going to get hard. But when you know yourself and you love yourself and you have that harmony with your ego and stuff like that, when life, like th- this last week was hard for both of us. We yeah. had a really bad week this last week. Mm-hmm. But we were able to, like, when your inner stuff can be peaceful, then it doesn't matter what the external is. You can always calm it down, not allow the external to be as, um, you know, because otherwise you're just fighting fires all the time. You're just reacting to whatever's happening on the outside versus looking in and being like, hey, let's calm down. Let's slow down for a second. Let's figure this out. Let's what's our next step or how can we how can we. you know, how can we handle this situation? How's the best way for what's best for us to handle this situation? That's the other thing to stop the regret and guilt is like, you just do what's best for you in the moment. That's the best you can do. Cause that's with all the information you have, that's the best you can do. You can't, you can't get mad at yourself later. If you learn new stuff later, you, then you change your mind. <laughs> that's a whole nother yeah, exactly. topic, but yeah. you know, but these are all different things in, in learning to talk to your ego. Um, Bringing that up is it's it's been a game changer for me and you oh, yeah. and Angel and some others that we've talked to as well. But it's not going to be easy. Mm-mm. None of the stuff we talk about is going to be easy. 
but it's worth it. I think it's worth it because I, I mean, I'm happier more times. Like I, yeah. I can get back to, it's almost like life is up and down as a roller coaster, but you can find your baseline and my baseline is higher. And mm-hmm. I can get back to my baseline a lot quicker yes. than, I, than, than it is before I'd like be chasing my tail and back and forth. And then be like, Nope, I can get back here. And this is where I'm at. We're good. We can handle this. Absolutely. Nothing. gets too overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So do you have anything else to add? This is a lot. This is pretty good. No, I think I like it. Okay. We're going to end there for this one. Um, we'll be back on for more for sure. Um, there's a lot to talk on this topic. So I just wanted to bring it up and start the conversation. Um, so, well, thank you for being here. And as always, be brave, be you. Until next time, stay wonderfully weird. Welcome to Afterthoughts. This is Janet. Um, really quick, I'm not going to um, go into too much on this Afterthoughts because I did I did kind of a preface um, beforehand. Again, we recorded this um, many months ago, and um, a lot of things have changed since then. So the biggest thing I wanted to kind of talk about is I as listening to this again today um, for the first time in a while. I wanted to I, it, I started thinking about some things and I think I'm going to do a little series um, on the ego series. Um, but another big thing we're you know, I'm about to announce some big news. I'm going to be I'm have my coaching business and I'm going to be um, opening it up to uh, to some new enrollments of people if they want to work with me, learn more about working with their ego. So I'm going to have some more stuff that's going to be announced soon. It's going to be very exciting. Um, but so, yeah, this is just the first part of it. Um, thank you for sticking with me. We'll be doing some more on this topic and going into more depth. So, all right. Thanks for being with us. And until next time. <laughs>